beautiful people welcome back to on feeling with mimi if this is the first time that you're listening in a big welcome to on feeling where we talk about my feelings your feelings and all our collective feelings on anything and everything as we feel our way through life how's everybody doing i have missed you guys so much and i owe you an apology i wasn't able to upload the episode on friday because i was actually in a blackout i had no power the whole day um i even ended up missing one of my classes for school because i had not charged my phone i had not charged my laptop like this was totally unexpected i didn't know there's gonna be a scheduled maintenance i did not see the communication from kplc yeah so i'm really sorry about that but i am recording this on saturday for you guys it's gonna be dropping the very um the very day that i'm recording this so happy saturday how is your saturday going i hope you've had a wonderful week i I hope um this week has let you be able to do tremendous work for yourself i hope that you have listened to the last on feeling podcast episode if you haven't go back and listen to that but you can listen to this and then go back to listen to that as well um Yes, but I want you to listen to all the four episodes that we're gonna be that I am gonna be dropping this February because they're all interconnected, and um, they're all part of the New Year's series. So yes, today we're not gonna do too much of a recap, just a short recap, because today we're gonna cover the goals that I set for my 2024. Talk about a dash of manifestation in our life. I'm going to talk about my vision board and my vision book and the difference between the two and how to actually achieve your goals. P.S. It does not involve hoping they will come through. It involves concrete planning. But updates first. It was my birthday this week. It was actually my birthday on Thursday and I turned 25, which is like a huge milestone. Um older (laughs) i'm older um yeah that was amazing but i had a very very busy day like i i didn't really have festivities i um woke up early in the morning and went for my one hour workout with my mom and the ladies i usually work out with were kind enough to sing for me happy birthday that was really really cute i'm gonna be dropping a video but like um the, the 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 nice small sweet things that i was able to experience during my birthday and uh i just came back home i did a bunch of laundry i did some cooking i had my my lessons in the afternoon i did receive gifts though um that was really fun to 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 um to get and to receive and to just unwrap them so yeah it was an overall good experience but just um busy (laughs) and then um the other update is my first week of school um, officially started off. It started with a hitch at the beginning because I hadn't been given a Microsoft account and my school uses Microsoft for basically everything. I needed Teams, I needed Outlook to receive links to my classes and to receive communication and documentation and all of those things. I could not do that. I could also not log into the school portal. So I just had a lot of problems kind of like settling into school, but um i was able to receive help and then everything has gone along pretty well 
but yeah, I'm really happy, but I'm also really nervous because I know that, well, I don't know, but I have heard that Kenya School of Law is really, really difficult and, well, not particularly like difficult, like it's rocket science, but it's a lot of learning compressed into such a short amount of time. And this, and like after every semester, we kind of like have a very determining, determining, yes, determining piece of work in that it determines your overall grade. And, you know, just sometimes, you know, just by bad luck, you could be placed in a group that just doesn't mesh well and you guys are unable to do group work together. But group work actually accounts to 20% of your actual final grade. And there's also the orals, which also accounts for 20% of your actual grade, which is spread out across um, all of the subjects. So it's just, it's a lot in a short amount of time. And like, it's nerve wracking to, you know, think and wonder, like, will I be able to actually achieve and go through all of these things? So yeah, just dealing with all of these emotions. But generally, I'm really excited. I'm really um, looking forward to it. Um, I have great, great lecturers. I cannot complain. They all seem absolutely amazing so i'm i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to seeing how i do and i'm really hoping to do my best but yeah those are all the updates i have for you this week let's jump right into this episode the meat of this episode yeah that's what i used to say yes so let's jump right into the meat of this episode so i put a bit of an echo because wait wait before we jump into the meat of the episode this um episode i put a little bit of an echo on my microphone because my boyfriend actually told me that it sounds like i'm talking in an empty room so it doesn't sound like there are gonna be things around me so let me know do you prefer this with a little bit of an echo in it i just put it like really small like it's barely it's barely off of like the echo negative sign so do you prefer this or do you prefer my previous episodes where like I completely like remove the echo and it's not like echoing in the background? I, I usually remove it because I feel kind of weird when I'm listening because I, I do listen to myself while I'm recording because I have headphones plugged into the microphone. And like it just, I don't know, it disturbs me a bit. It feels like really weird hearing myself echoing back in my head. But let me know what you guys all right let's jump into this episode because i have to record this and then leave and then hopefully come back and edit this and post it before the end of the day so let's go i'm excited i really really love goal setting goal setting has definitely changed my life like no word of a lie i absolutely love it i think it's it's a beautiful thing to be able to set goals and have dreams and have hopes but it's also extremely motivating to be able to um to see what it is that you want to achieve in a year and work towards that and have a constant reminder and have a plan in place and also be able to look back at the past year's goals and see what you achieved, see what you were not able to achieve, see the goals that you just fell a little bit short of, see the goals that you achieved fully, see the goals that you actually went above and beyond in terms of achieving and you know, let that you know inform you inform your identity let that make you let that make you feel you know accomplished in some sort of way so i really really love goal setting i think i've been setting goals um each year and working towards them and having a plan for them for maybe five six years now it's something that i absolutely love to do 
five, six, seven years. I'm not so sure. I don't remember when I started, but I have been doing this for a while. <laughs> so you're hearing from a veteran, <laughs> a veteran and also someone who is chronically um, obsessed with creating goals for the new year. So the first thing that you're going to do before you jump into creating your goals for the new year is do a 2023 goal review. You're going to do a recap for your year. Okay, let's say maybe you did not make goals. You're still going to have to do a recap of your year and see um, the different elements um, of your life of that year, what you felt like you did well, what you felt like you achieved, what you felt you, sh- you what you felt like you fell short of, um, what you felt that you could do better, and let that inform you. Looking at your feelings on the past year, let that inform you um, in terms of what kind of person you want to be this year. If you really liked who you were the last year, you were ambitious, you were fastidious, you you were meticulous in your work, then you might be like, yeah, I want to carry that forward because this is the first. Um, last year was the first time that I actually felt like I was putting my all into everything that I was doing and I want to carry that forward. Or you could see maybe some negative things. Of course, not beating yourself up about it and, and calling yourself a failure. That's not the reason that we go back and look at the year in retrospect. It's just to you know give us a, a baseline to start from, if that makes sense. So this first step of prepping for the new year is reminiscing on the last year for example i went into my vision book and i looked at all of the goals that i set i think when i was um, recording the very first episode of this podcast i talked about like having set around 40 goals it was actually quite quite a bunch of goals and here are some of my missed 2023 goals one goal that i had set for 2023 was to get my first podcast sponsor and I was really excited about this because I had just started my podcast and I really, really wanted it to grow. I wanted it to, you know, become this amazing platform with an amazing following, um, with a lot of support and also something that showed a lot of potential, enough potential for a sponsor to want to be featured in my podcast or a sponsor to want to um, be involved with the creation of this podcast. So that was one of my goals. However, I did not achieve it um, because obviously I, I fell off recording this podcast and I was unable to do it. This goal is actually one of the goals that I will be carrying into 2024 because I still feel like I align with it and I still want this to happen for me. So it is a goal that I'm able to carry into 2024. The second goal that I missed for 2023 was all of the goals that I had set for Kenya School of Law. And obviously that was because I did not go to Kenya School of Law last year. Um, I did something else. So, of course, I was not able to achieve any of my goals for KSL. So, these goals are also goals that I'm going to be carrying forward because I am now in Kenya School of Law. I did some tailoring to it and uh, I think they, they perfectly fit with what I want to achieve for 2024. Another goal that I missed for 2023 was having a consistent workout routine. That one I missed by <laughs> by a long shot. <laughs> Uh, I miss by a long shot. And this is also one of the goals that I will be carrying into 2024 with a little bit of revisions as well. And then another goal that I missed for my 2023 is um, some of my hobby goals. I had set like maybe four hobbies that I wanted to involve into my life. One was beading, the other was painting, and I did none of those. <laughs> I didn't even buy paints. I didn't even buy beads. Like I did not even try. And I think that these goals, I will not be carrying them into 2024. Like, they're amazing goals. I think they are very um, fulfilling 
hobbies to have or activities to participate in but i just don't see them having a place in um, my goals for this year if i do happen to to do them at one point or another that's going to be fantastic but it's not something that i'm working towards actively so what's the purpose of doing your 2023 goal review three things we strategize celebrate recognize your potential i'm calling this the rcr <laughs> we strategize celebrate recognize your potential so the first thing we strategize choose what you missed and we strategize are you going to carry this goal that you missed forward as it is are you going to carry this goal that you missed um, forward and edit it tailor it a little bit or are you going to throw out this goal all together you need to look at these things because if these are goals that you actually set for your last year it means it was something that was important to you at some point in time and you felt the need to work towards that so you cannot move into the new year without looking at what it is that you did the last year before and picking up the things that you are unable to to achieve and seeing if they fit into your lifestyle moving forward because at the end of the year between the beginning of the year and the end of the year you're a completely changed person by the time you're going into the next year you are a very different person um, compared to the person that you are when you are setting the goals of the previous year so some of the goals may no longer align some of the goals may no longer ever fit into your lifestyle because maybe you've changed your environment you're in a different place it's not something that you can actively pursue but you need to be able to look at that and then put it to rest um, in your mind and in your heart the second thing celebrate look at what you achieved and celebrate you need to celebrate your wins it is so so important to celebrate your wins because looking at the goals that you missed very powerful very um very important because it allows you to prepare yourself for the next year and ensure that the things that you missed and still matter to you are tackled in this year however what did you achieve what did you accomplish out of the things that you you were able to set for yourself and recognize that yes i missed some goals but i also hit some other goals and that in itself is amazing and it shows that i am able to actually achieve the goals that i set for myself and then the third thing look at what you went above and beyond and recognize your potential many times people think that when they set goals they're setting something unrealistic while yes it's possible for you to set unrealistic goals sometimes we do sell ourselves really short because we think that we're not able to achieve a certain thing you might be thinking to yourself i think i'm gonna um look for a career that pays me how much <laughs> one million in a year let's say that, that pays you one million in a year and then that's the goal that you set for yourself so you're looking for a, a job that is gonna pay you a million in a year and you're, you're working towards that like a high paying job and then you land yourself into a job that pays two million every year you see you went above the goal that you had set for yourself and it's really important to look at the things that you went above and beyond for and recognize your potential and see that i can actually go above certain things i can set high goals i can aim for the stars and i can 
land. I can hit. I can achieve that goal because I believe in myself and I see the potential that I have. I know I can be able to work towards it and even maybe go above and beyond it. It allows you to set ambitious goals, not to put yourself down and think, oh, I only have to set smaller goals that look like I might be able to achieve them. No, be ambitious. Be very ambitious and go out and achieve your dreams no dream is too big for you to achieve as long as you work towards it and you're disciplined so it's really important to go through these three steps we strategize celebrate recognize your potential all right then we're going to move to creating your 2024 goals a the plan i plan for my year with a vision book now <laughs> i have been dropping hints and talking about vision book vision book vision book this vision book that what is a fucking vision book i'm gonna tell you what a vision book is i watch a youtube video this is not an this is not an original um idea i did get it from a certain youtuber and i'm actually pulling out my vision book because i think for 2023 i had written all of the different areas yes so the structure of your goal planning is going to be objectives which um could be also habits that you want to 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 achieve for the year and then under these objectives you're gonna look at your project goals which are goals in need of a project that means that they're goals in need of action and then you're also gonna write down your key results so whether it's um, numerical, um, qualitative, um, you're going to look at what would be your results in regards to the achievement of this goal. And then you're going to look at goals in several areas. These are the ones that um, I think I got off of a video. I'm really sorry, I don't remember what, the, what YouTube it was, but yeah. Um, we have finance, learning, business, health, hobby, social self-improvement life social media languages so you're going to look at all of these different um, areas in your life and then plan goals in accordance to what you what um, resonates with your life for example the last area is languages if you're not um, bilingual or a polyglot or something like that maybe this is an area of your life that might not align with you or if you're not interested in learning languages so you don't really need to set a goal for languages for example um, if business is not something that aligns for you right now because you have a nine to five and you're not looking to create a business then you don't have to set a goal in business these are just ideas for like the areas that you can you can work with and you plan all of this with a vision book and why is it important to have a vision book and not just a vision board because a vision board is where you take the photos of what the goals that you have what you think you'll be able to achieve and paste them and then manifest it and be able and be able to maybe work towards it and achieve it but a vision book allows you to lay down the plan to actually go ahead and achieve this goal so how is a vision book different from a vision board a vision book provides you or allows you to set specified targets this allows you to be super specific in what it is that you want for example you might put on your vision board money you want money you want wealth you want a high paying job but what is a high paying job you see 
in the vision board, it would either like be a picture of money or a picture of a certain lifestyle, but it's not specified, you know, because a high paying job could be anything between a certain amount to a certain amount. But what amount are you actually looking for? What is the specific amount that you want to be earning? That's what a vision book is for. If the specific amount you want to be earning is 300K a month, then you write in your vision book 300K a month. That's what you're working towards. Not just this unspecified, vague goal of, I want a high paying job. It's, I want a job that pays me 300K. So you're going to look for 300K jobs. You're not going to look for a high paying job without knowing exactly what kind of money you want to be bringing into your life. So it allows you to be super specific in terms of, what do you want? Why do you want it? How do you want to achieve it? How are you planning to work towards it? When do you want it? Who are you going to interact with? Who are you going to work together with? Who are you going to meet because of this particular goal? Who is going to come into your life? Where are you going to achieve this goal? Where are you going to meet this person that's coming into your life? You're able to get super, super specific about what it is you want from a goal. And it's really important to be super specific because the more specific that you are, the, the higher your chances of actually landing on exactly what it is that you want. If you're vague with what you want, you'll also get a vague um, manifestation. It will be something within your goal but it would not be the specific thing that you're looking for. But if you get specific, you land right exactly on what it is that you want or even higher. Because if you know exactly what it is that you want, it's a little bit more difficult for you to settle for something that is not what you want. You catch my logic, you catch my logic. So that's why a vision board is different from a vision book. Vision boards can be generalized can be a little bit vague in terms of what it is that you're working towards but vision books are exactly what it is you want let's say you want to buy um stocks so you want to buy stocks what kind of stocks do you want um how much um stocks do you want to buy how much do you want to invest in stocks why do you want to invest in stocks um why do you want to invest in this particular stocks um how are you going to get the money to invest in these stocks? How are you going to go about investing in the stocks? How do these stocks work? How do these stocks give you returns? When are you going to invest in these stocks? When are you actually going to put in the, um, the money? And also, who are you going to involve in terms of investing in the stocks? Are you going to involve um, maybe... Uh, broker are you going to involve um, an advisor um, are you going to do it alone are you going to do it with your partner how exactly are you going to go about this where are you going to invest your stock so all of all of these questions allow you to be specific instead of just i'm gonna invest in stocks it allows you to even look for the best companies or the best places to buy stocks and you know be able to understand what you're gonna get out of investing in the stocks the second difference between a vision book and a vision board is a vision book gives you a holistic view of your life. One thing that I, I realize when it comes to vision boarding and when it comes to vision booking is when you have these certain areas in your life, like um, I have just read to you, you're able to actually plan um, goals more holistically in your life. Most times I've noticed when, I'm, when I just used to vision board, 
I'd pick general goals, like I have said before, but also I would leave out certain aspects of my life. I would maybe focus on the way I look, the amount of money that I'm earning and the kind of lifestyle that I want to live. And then I'd leave out self-improvement. I'd leave out learning. I'd leave out hobbies. I'd leave out social life. I would only have very certain things. So it's very possible probable for you to leave out certain aspects of your life in your vision board and not have a holistic view of what you want your year to be because goal setting and goal making is not just about material things it's also about you as an individual the kind of difference that you want to make the kind of identity you want to shift into the kind of person you eventually want to become so that's why i really really value vision books because currently for the 2024 goals that I have set, I've set in nine areas. I've set in finance, in learning, business, health, hobby, social, self-improvement, social media, and life. And you can add what matters to your life. For example, you can add a career section. You can add um, an environment section. Maybe you want to plant 50 trees by the end of this year or you want to be more involved in taking care of your environment you want to recycle more that's something that you want to do you want to um be min- you want to switch to um, a minimalist lifestyle you want to be a zero waste household those are very important goals and deserve recognition and deserve planning just like any other goal like bringing in money all goals are important events are all essentially important when it comes to the holistic Um, approach of your entire life you can have a goal for pets maybe you want to adopt this year maybe you want to get a little kitten for your for your dog because maybe your dog is lonely maybe you want to invest in taking care of your pets or you want to sign up your pet for a contest you want to learn how to train your pet you want to be more involved in your pet's life You could have um, a sector for volunteership. Maybe that's something that's very, very important to you. You can set out the the places that you want to volunteer at, what it is that you want to actually do, the impact that you're trying to make, the organizations that you want to work with. Those are all important goals. So it allows you to have a holistic view of your life that a vision board might not have given you. Number three, the third difference is a vision book allows you to come up with a plan. Vision boarding does not allow you to come up with a plan. These are things that you have to write down or these are things that you have to strategize about, which a vision board would not give you. A vision board just shows you the the visualization or the final image of what exactly it is that you're working towards. It's very important for you to have a plan because you don't want to feel like you're going about achieving your goals in the dark. You're like, this is what I want to do. I want to work with... um, the World Bank, but I have no idea how I'm actually going to work with the World Bank, but I do want to work with the World Bank. So you have your World Bank picture there and maybe like a lady at a desk with the World Bank logo somewhere. But how exactly are you actually going to go into the World Bank? Yes, there's sending of applications and trying to do your best to get into the World Bank. But there are also the other things that you can do, um, exploring certificate uh, certifications that could improve your chances of to getting to the World Bank, including um, increasing the connections that you have with people in those spaces or people who know people in those spaces, um, attending events that might involve or um, that might involve the World Bank or that might have um, 
but that, that might be an area of interest for the World Bank and trying to see if you can be able to get into those events and and figure out more, keeping yourself up to current events in terms of world finance. I don't know. I don't know what exactly you want to work at at the World Bank. But you see, with a vision board, it just shows you you at World Bank. But the vision book gives you a plan. How am I going to get into World Bank? I'm infiltrating World Bank and I'm going to do it. And here's what I'm going to do. That's a difference between the two. A plan allows you to break down the goal and make it digestible. The huge goal of working at World Bank, you break it down. You break it down and you're able to be like, I need this, 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 and this to get to this. It allows you to also develop routines and plan for habits surrounding um, the way you're going to be able to get to work at World Bank. I, f- I now realize I didn't choose such a good <laughs> example for um, a goal because I don't know how uh, to quickly explain how you'd break down goals for that. But you get, you get my point. You get my point. And then the fourth difference between a vision book and a vision board is a vision book gives you intentionality. If you're intentional about your goals, if you're serious about your goals, if you're dif- if you're disciplined about your goals, it means that you're going to be intentional and you're going to work towards that goal. But you need a plan. You need a plan for that. You can't just have a picture stuck on the wall. You need to know exactly how you're going to make that picture stuck on the wall or in your phone or on your laptop become a reality in your life. You need to have a plan on how you're going to translate what you have set up on your vision board to make sure it reflects in your life. So these are the four differences that I was able to come up with and that I'll be covering for between uh, between a vision book and a vision board. And I hope this has um, inspired you to start a vision book to write down your goals. Because when I say I have 45 goals, like last year, I had... Um, the overall goal of languages, no, the overall goal of self-improvement. Last year I had the overall goal of self-improvement, but under self-improvement, I had seven targets that I wanted to achieve. And this year I have the overall goal of life, but in life I have 11 things that I want to achieve. So let's go to B, the vision. We've talked about the plan. Now we're talking about the vision. And this is the vision board now. This is where now after you've set all of your goals, you know exactly what it is that you want out of your year, you're going to go and create a vision board. Why do you need both a vision board and a vision book? Now, a vision book is much, much more detailed. It's a book full of a lot of information depending on how in-depth you go into your goal planning and how much you break down your goals. And you could break down your goals to like each week, you're going to be doing a certain thing, working towards your goal. So that's how in-depth and that's how much information it can turn out to be. You're not going to be looking at this every day. (laughs) And even if you are, you might not make it through the whole vision book every single day to remind yourself of what exactly it is that you need to know. You might know exactly what your plan is. You might know exactly what is that you need to do. You might come back to the vision book from time to time to remind yourself of what is that you need to do. But I highly doubt you're going to be waking up each morning and looking at your vision book. This is why you need a vision board. Your vision board translates what you wrote onto your vision book into something that you can actually see, visualize, and manifest. Um, vision book vision boards are widely more talked about compared to vision books. And in case you do not know how to vision board or 
you've not heard of a vision board, I'm going to I'm going to take you through it. <laughs> so you're going to use your vision book to lay the foundation for your vision board and with what you have planned to do for your year. You're going to take those plans, you're going to take those goals, and you're going to go to Pinterest. And you're going to find photos that encapsulate these goals. Damn, your goal is to buy a car. But you see, the vision the vision book tells you what car, what make, maybe even where you're going to buy it, how you're going to work towards buying it, when you're going to buy it, who you're going to buy it with, who you're going to buy it from. So you have all of these details in place. Now you just need to look for the car that you want. I personally love the way the Mini Cooper looks. So let's go with a Mini Cooper. You go onto Pinterest and you look for a Mini Cooper photo and that's what you're going to put onto your vision board. You know, I am working towards this Mini Cooper. You look for the exact make, you look for the exact color that you want if you're able to find it and you put that onto your vision board and you're like, yeah, that's exactly what it is that I want. But you still have your book on the side that tells you how exactly you're going to get that thing. And then you can make either a physical vision board or a digital vision board. So you can either um, print out all of the photos that you find on Pinterest for all of the things that you want to achieve and then get a board um, and paste these photos, pin these photos, depending on the type of board that you get. And you can even pin like really cute money, um, really cute quotes that go with the theme of your year like for example remain intentional um love conquers all if maybe you have um goals for your love life um and other things that you know you want to put onto your vision board that motivate you that you know align with what it is that you want to achieve or you can make a digital one you can um go on canva i use canva canva is really really easy to use and you can get a free account they even have templates this year i used a template that's that's how easy it is to make and you take out the photos that were in the template and you put in your own photos that's how easy it is to make and then you have this vision digital digital vision board on your phone on your laptop where you can see every day or you have it hanging in your room when you wake up every day you can see it you can see the goals that you're working towards and why is, and the, and the reason it's so important for you to have a vision board as well like i know i've talked about vision books i know i am a strong advocate for vision books but i am in no way shitting on vision boards vision boards serve their own purpose and their purpose is you get to see it every day number one and it acts as a reminder. It constantly reminds you, this is what I'm working towards. Maybe you had a really, really shitty day. And you go to bed, you're feeling demotivated. You're feeling like, oh my fucking God. Like, it was such a long, hard day. I have lost um, hope in myself. I have doubts in my capabilities. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Your vision board allows you to look at the goals that you have set the next day and serve as a reminder as you are going through a rough patch right now. You um, might be facing a lot of difficulties, but remember, girl, this is what we're working towards and you can do it because you set this goal and you believe in yourself. So you know you, you, you've you had a rough patch, but you can get up again and work towards your goal. It doesn't have to be right now. You can take a break, but remember, 
this is what we're working towards. That's the purpose of a vision book. The second thing is it's super motivational. You're able to see the goals that you're working towards and give yourself kind of like a kick in the ass and you're like, yeah, I can't stop now. I have momentum. I can keep going because this is what I'm working towards. This is what I want to achieve. This is who I want to be. I am motivated to become this person because I can see the kind of person that I know I can be every single day. The third importance of having a vision board is visualization. Visualization is very, very, very important. You can even do it um, after maybe your meditation or during your meditation and you're able to visualize yourself in these spaces. Why is it so important? Because your brain doesn't know the difference between something that you're visualizing for yourself and the reality. So the more that you visualize yourself as this person that you want to become, your idealized version of yourself, the more your brain believes you are this person, the more you're going to act like this person. The fourth importance of having a vision board is it shifts your mindset. It lets you know that that's what I'm working towards. I cannot be negative right now. I cannot be um, a rude person right now because I want to be a kind person. I cannot be a vain person because I know I want to be a generous person. And that's what I'm working towards. It allows you to shift your mindset into the mindset of the person that you want to become, into the mindset of your goals. And the fifth importance is it increases your chances of achieving the goals. A vision book plus a vision board combo, I like to think it's kind of like the the string board kind of like visualization. So you have all of these pictures on a board and then you have pins in them and then you have red string tying the goals to each other. So your vision board is, these are the things that I want to achieve. I have pinned that. I want to achieve this. And then the red strings are the paths that you're going to take towards achieving those goals. That's why I believe you need both of those things. You need a vision book, which is your, your plan, and you need a vision board, which is the vision part of it. That's the manifestation part of it. That's the part that keeps on reminding yourself and your soul and your heart and your emotions what it is that you want out of this year and what it is that you're working towards. Now, we get to the last segment of this video. Oh my God, I feel like I've talked for so long. Uh, let me take a sip of water. <sighs> sweet, sweet relief. So how do you actually achieve your goals? The first thing that you want to do is during goal setting, you have to set SMART goals. SMART is um, an acronym. Um, if you've not heard of SMART goals be before, each letter stands for something. So S-M-A-R-T, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. You need to be very specific in what it is that you want to achieve, which is the vision book part of things. You need to know exactly what it is that you're planning to achieve. Because if you don't know exactly what you're trying to hit, if you don't know what key results you want out of um, out of the efforts that you're making, you're not going to know if you're making progress towards it or if you're actually achieving it. If you go back to the goal of, I want a high-paying job, if you don't know that you want a high-paying job that's 300K, you might get um, a 70K job and you're like, okay, yeah, relatively, it is a high-paying job if I look at it um, objectively. But is that what you wanted to achieve? Is that the specific thing you wanted to achieve? Then you need to look at measurable. How will you be able to measure you achieving this goal? What are the measurements in terms of achievement of this goal? For example, if you look at um, maybe a more 
emotional or abstract goal in your life. For example, confidence. How are you going to measure confidence? What will show you that you have become a more confident person? Is it that you're able to speak in social speak up in social settings? Is it that you're able to actually dress how you've always wanted to dress? Is it that you're actually confident going out without makeup? Like what exactly is the measurement for you achieving your goal for confidence? Achievable. It needs to be something that you can achieve. I know, I know. <laughs> I said be ambitious in setting your goals. Um, because you know you have potential to achieve a lot of things but still there are so many things that are um, achievable and still very um, optimistic and still very ambitious so you need to look at exactly what goals it is that you're setting and think to yourself can I actually achieve this and if I can how am I actually going to achieve this what's going to make it more achievable realistic you need to be a little bit realistic in terms of how you set your goals. While I do think you should remain ambitious, ambition is very, very important, but you cannot hope to um, create a new drug when you don't have um, maybe a pharmaceutical degree or something like that, you know, um, or you've never done any research in, ter in, in, in terms of, you know, drug creation and whatever it may be. And then time bounds. You need to set a timed um, deadline for when exactly you want to achieve this goal. You might want to achieve this goal in three months, four months, six years. When is it exactly that you want to achieve this goal? And this ties into everything because you can set an ambitious goal with a longer timeline and thus you're able to actually achieve it. But if you set an ambitious goal with too short of a timeline, you might not be able to achieve it in time because you give yourself such a small window to work towards it and when you feel when you when when you see yourself not actually achieving it you're going to lose faith in yourself but it's not actually that you are not that you would be unable to achieve it or that you're not capable of achieving it it's you didn't give yourself enough time to achieve it could also work in the inverse a goal that is maybe um achievable in a short amount of time you give a very long period um to achieve it you might find yourself procrastinating in terms of achieving this goal never working towards it because you feel like you have a lot of time you have so much time to do it and then you know this time eventually eats into other potential goals that you could set for yourself because you're still focused on this one task and remain stagnant because you have so much time to achieve that task that you don't achieve it and move forward with other different goals and and projects for yourself the other way to actually achieve your goal is to create goals that align with your identity. It's very important to identify yourself with these goals. And it's something that James Clear talks about in his book, Atomic Habits. It's not that you want to write more. It's that you want to be a writer. It's not that you want to run more. It's that you want to be a runner or you are a runner. It's not that you want to study more. It's you are a student who studies. It's really important to identify yourself with these goals. Otherwise, you're going to feel like an imposter. You're going to be looking at this running goal and you're like, mm, I wanted to run more, but like, I'm not a runner. <laughs> but if you identify yourself as a runner, you're like, I wanted to run more and I am a runner. I enjoy running. I'm someone who runs. So I run. It's much, much easier for you to achieve that goal because it identifies with who you are. It is a part of who you are and you're going to act accordingly to validate that identity of yourself who do you want to be 
who are you right now and what does your identity do it's very important to mesh those two things together the third way to actually achieve your goals is to leverage your environment to work for you and not against you if you want to work out more you will put out your workout clothes if you want to be a runner you will get running shoes so you need to make your environment work for you you cannot want to learn how to play the guitar maybe you have a guitar and you've placed the guitar in the back of the closet it's so difficult for you to be able to remove it and actually play the guitar and learn the guitar place it somewhere where you know it's it's easily reachable that you can reach out for it and play a little bit even if it's just for 10 minutes because it's right there it's looking at you if you want to read more books you can't keep books under your bed completely hidden you can display them somewhere you can leave the book that you want to to read for the week on top of your bed until you're done with that particular book when it's right there it's easier for you to reach for it and actually achieve what it is that you're trying to achieve if you want to use your phone less then put it away don't put it somewhere that is easily um reachable for you if you don't want to look at your phone when you're doing important tasks for example studying leave your phone um downstairs leave your phone in your room when you go to study so that you do not actually have quick access to your phone the fourth tactic to achieve your goals is to look for inspiration and motivation but remember to remain disciplined motivation and inspiration is fleeting you'll be motivated because motivation is a feeling and feelings do um go and come with time so you might be motivated to do something today and you're not motivated to do something tomorrow does that mean that you won't do the the tasks that you have set in terms of fulfillment of your goals no you have to remain disciplined but at the same time motivation is equally important if you're motivated towards working to a certain thing if you're following people that that you you look up to that you want to be like if maybe your lifestyles are similar that it means that you can actually adopt some of the tactics that they use in the achievement of your goal but you also have to remain disciplined even when you're not motivated you still have to work towards your goal and the fifth way to achieve your goal is to always believe that you can achieve your goals you cannot stop believing that you can achieve your goals you cannot look at your goals and think i would never be able to reach that the moment that you give up on yourself you give up on your goals and you are capable of so much if you haven't had it today if you haven't had it ever you're hearing it from me you are capable of doing so many important amazing things don't take that away from yourself by not believing in yourself and with that i'd like to bring this podcast episode to an end i love you guys so so much i feel like i've talked for so long it wasn't supposed to be this long because i had to go i actually need to go somewhere i'm a little bit late but i always always appreciate being able to come here and talk with you guys <laughs> you're hearing me close my books oh my god <laughs> um thank you so much for listening to the end if you've reached the end i wish you the very very best with your goal setting i wish you the best 2024 that you can imagine that you can dream on i know that you can go above and beyond what it is that you've set for yourself i know that you're capable of great things and i cannot wait to see what exactly it is that you're able to do please let me know if this episode has helped you in any way and if you will be using some of the tips that i've talked about here 
And at the end of the year, maybe we can do a little recap and you can tell me, did you actually achieve some of the things that you put down? And we can celebrate those wins together because I am so excited for you, just as you should be excited for yourself. So thank you again so, so much for listening. Um, If you want to support the podcast, you can, of course, follow this podcast share with your friends that um spotify and apple podcast or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast episodes can know that people actually like this kind of content and they like this girl who talks to people because she's bubbly and she's fun and she gives a lot of um, information that's actually helpful um and also you can follow us on the podcast page which is at on feeling podcast you can also follow me at me underscore mimi and we can talk more there i will probably be forming um a group chat for all of us but i'm working towards that i'm trying to figure out exactly what it is that we will be centered around i know it's going to be centered around um self-improvement and a lot of that and also a lot of sister talk um but i'm still working towards that so look out for that thank you once more <laughs> for listening to the end and i love you so 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 much i'm gonna see you in the next episode bye darling